What do you mean about the fact that we are a focused, uh, women focused uh, podcast and we totally missed the month? <laughs> We've been celebrating I know. ourselves. <laughs> And the importance of women. Teresa, what does that say about us? Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. All right, Teresa, here we sit in uh, this month and um, March was Women's History Month. What do you think about that? What do you mean about the fact that we are a focused, uh, women-focused uh, podcast and we totally missed the month? <laughs> We've been celebrating right? I know. ourselves. <laughs> and the importance of women. You know what? what does that say about us? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know, it says that we're very busy women. Well. That's what it says about that's us. That's what it says, but and, as usual. Um, um, yeah. But as usual, because I always am the one that tries to pull us out, here I will do that yet again. (laughs) It also says that we can't be limited to a month as women. We are required to just celebrate in a specific time. We're just too awesome for that. What do you think about that, co-host? I think we rule the world and 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 the words of Beyonce. <laughs> Girls, we rule the world. That's right. That's right. And so here at Earrings Off, if we want to recognize women in this month, hey, that's what we do. Because that's how we roll. Okay. So and 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 I'm gonna quote I'm gonna quote another famous woman, Tabitha Brown. All right. Because it's our business. Hey, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, that's our business. <laughs> and we might not hear earrings out. We might not, we might be confused in other areas of our business and personal lives about what we run. But Teresa and I cleared earrings off. We do run this. <laughs> so we do what we want. Okay. So there you have it. All right. So there you have it. There you have it. So, okay. <laughs> so, but Teresa, a little background. It, the president does declare every March Women's History Month. And every Women's History Month has a theme. So the theme for this year's Women's History Month was valiant, valiant women of the vote refusing to be silenced. So. That was this year's I did not thing. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Teresa, you I think totally I'm just coming? <laughs> yes. Well, I did too, but I actually pulled it up, you know, because uh, even though we're not, <laughs> we're not limited to any month, we are all about the knowledge here at Earrings Off. So there you have it, folks. Don't just go celebrating stuff you and for you sharing. Don't, know, don't know what it's about. 
All right. Women's History Month. But uh, Teresa, but there was something when when I I Googled this, you know, all of these little facts popped up and stuff. But one that I thought about is that really we have come a long way, baby, because back in women couldn't even get their own credit cards until 1974. That it was required. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't get, you know, there were so many rights and privileges that we were just barred from. Um, Couldn't even get. So if you wanted a credit card, you couldn't get one in your own name unless you brought along a man to co-sign for them, for you. Girl, I don't know if I'd even have one right. this day. <laughs> You're right. We've come a long way. We've that is crazy. Come. I didn't know that. Yeah. You yeah. know, the big one for me were the were the voting rights, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I had no idea we were impacted in other ways as well. Uh, or should I say we were we were um, kept from doing other things as. You know, it's yeah. like. And, and as know. an African, I, I'm going to stay focused because I was about to go somewhere else. I'm going to stay focused. Stay focused. This Women's Day, yeah. I was going to bring up something related to race, but no, but, not today. But, but yeah, We're talking but, about women. but I was just thinking, though, but, you know, when we talk about that, though, that even when we talk about women getting more rights, we weren't usually we weren't in the initial group of women that those rights were extended to. We were always uh, delayed even further after white women, you know? So that's, that's been oh, our, yeah, yeah, that's been our history as well. So here we sit in the year of um, Kamala Harris as the first woman of color vice president. And with uh, Stacey Abrams being such a warrior in um, voting rights, not only in Georgia, but her actions and her voice have impacted the whole, the world, if you will, her bravery and her courage. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a good time to talk about women who um, not only who refuse to be silent, not only in reference to voting, but just in the way that they conduct themselves in their lives. So that's- um, what, what do you think about Nancy Pelosi? Well, she too has um, played yeah. a, a pivotal role in uh, women's rights and certainly worked hard to move this uh, country forward. I think it's very good for all of us as women to see women in, um, in roles where they're leading and where they're not cowering, where mm-hmm. they refuse to be silenced. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and definitely mm-hmm. the um, Speaker of the House is in that category. So yeah. But uh, Teresa, you know, I, I, uh, we always talk here at Earrings Off about um, thinking outside the box. And you know, when we have our retreats and our um, meetings, we talk about making sure that we we see things differently, that we're open to um, different interpretations, bringing new information and new knowledge. So when I thought about Women's History Month, I didn't really want to, for me, I didn't want to focus on what's in the history books, you know, 
uh, what we what we know. Mm-hmm. And certainly there are so many women that we we applaud, we look to, who've allowed us to mm-hmm. see ourselves in various roles and believe that we too can walk through those doors and they've empowered us. Yeah. So I don't want to in any way dismiss that. But when, when I thought about this, I said, okay, but for my life, I want to think about women who refuse to be silent. And one thing, one woman that continues to stick out in my mind is, um, and you've heard me say this before, is um, Gabrielle Union. Because mm-hmm. the actor, because um, I read her book, We're Going to Need More Wine. And I tell you, in that book and in her life, um, she, to me, has has, uh, embodied a woman who refused to be silenced. Because at um, at 19, Gabrielle was raped. She was working in a Payless store. And um, someone came in to rob the store and violently raped her. And, you know, Teresa, for, for so long, all of us have either heard stories or know someone that's um, been raped or assaulted. We read the stories, we watch the, we, the news uh, accounts, we hear about them on TV. And, and often in those instances, women are made to, they're, they're twice victimized. You know, they're assaulted, yeah. raped, and then they are then put in the uh, position of defending, you know, what they said, what they did, where they were, all of that. And so then they have to defend themselves and yet they're the victims. And I I tell you, Gabrielle Union, she totally flipped the script on that. I mean, she did. She refused to allow her life to be dictated or determined by that event. She, she refused to yeah. acquiesce her power. Mm-hmm. Um, she was very candid um, in her descriptions, very, um, they were graphic, but also to, I, I think the way she responded to such a horrific event allowed other women to know, no, you don't have to defend anything. You're innocent. There are monsters amongst us who don't understand that no means no. And that's not your fault. You take no ownership of that. And I think because of that and her, the way she handled it, that Gabrielle was a catalyst for healing for women in that area. And so mm-hmm. I, I tell mm-hmm. you, when I when I think about women who refuse to be silenced, I, I my mind goes to her because I tell you, that just blows me away because so many times women are made to feel ashamed. Um, and you know, we did we did uh, our first episode on it happened to Linda, where a woman shared. Oh yeah. About I, I was waiting for I was being... waiting for a break. Um in your description I was gonna bring up Linda. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And yeah. on a smaller scale, she did the same thing. Yeah. She right. refused to be silent. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when, when I think about, when we talk about refusing to be silent, not only in terms of the vote, but how we conduct ourselves, uh, recognizing mm-hmm. that this society for so long has seen us as less than and, and, you know, has made us feel that, no, you can't do that. Go sit in the corner, go be quiet. And um, we, we, we push against that constantly. And Teresa, you know, it's for the greater good that we do that. When we do that individually, mm-hmm. when we refuse to be silent, even in, with you, Teresa, in your role in managing teams, you know, and, and in my past yeah. roles doing yeah. that. Yeah. You know, people don't, they have an issue with women in, in power and in, in charge and, and running things. Well, I was going to, one of the women that I wanted to talk about today is Sheryl Sandberg. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. The, yeah. The way that I came to, the way that I came to know her, of course, now she's the uh, COO at Facebook. Right. But the way... I came to know her was was her when she pinned um, Lean In. Oh that yeah, I read her yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. Mm-hmm. Did you read that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in that book, she talks about that very thing about you know um, just because you're a woman doesn't mean that you don't deserve a seat at the table. You absolutely deserve a seat at the table. And I think there, if I'm remembering correctly, if it was in her book or another that I read, it was a story that I read about there being um, an opportunity to come into a boardroom um, and all of the men sitting around the table and she would take a seat along the wall. And um, it was someone who invited her. No, 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 you should, you come to the table. And that, and from that point forward, you know, she sat at the table. Now that might be anecdotal or I read it in the book. I read that book years ago. I can't, I can't remember, but I know I've heard that story from somewhere, but I attributed it to her. And and, and in addition, you know, that whole imposter syndrome that comes along with being a leader. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we feel like, are we really smart enough to be here? And and you are, you wouldn't have gotten there otherwise because jobs aren't routinely given to women in leadership. They aren't, yeah. they're just not, you have to yeah. earn them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> yeah, you're right. And, um, Teresa, so, um, co-host, um, I, I, I hope you haven't, um, given Cheryl Sandberg, uh, my story that I shared with you about me entering a meeting because, I think I shared the story Maybe with it was you, you that, um, you know, folks and see, you can be. have a co-host and she don't even want to, she don't want to give you your shine, you know, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, you know, never, never, never would I try to steal your shine. <laughs> it, it's a, that story is the theme. That story is the theme of lean, lean in. If yeah. you were to, well, you've read it, but yeah, for yeah. others to read it. So it's all about, it's all about deserving a seat at the table. Yeah. So yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Not no. Do that. Teresa's Lou, there, there is one other lady that um, maybe a couple other ladies that I'd like okay. to just shout out today. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes I find myself wondering why a certain business model is successful. 
And one such business model and business is Starbucks. Right. I I just can't fathom why we flock there to spend five, six, seven, and eight dollars even for a drink on a regular basis. And we have got to have it. We just got to have it, right? but Teresa, but, but but just wait a minute, Teresa. You know what always blows my mind about that is that somebody sat around, saw something, maybe traveling from Europe or somewhere I don't know, who just thought, you know what, Americans need this place to go and have coffee and relax and just you know meet with friends. And I keep sometimes I think to myself, Lou, why didn't you think of that? That bl- that blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's not about you today. Okay. Okay. Relax. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. You know how I am. Go on. <laughs> Stay focused. <laughs> so you know, I just it's just it's mind blogging, and I know Starbucks is a. It's not. It's a vibe. It's more than just a cup of coffee, right? Right. Yeah. But it is. what I've just, what I've come to know is that they're being led by a black woman. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah. 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 I recently learned that. Yeah. Rosalind. Yeah, I did too. Rosalind Brewer, and um, she, um, I, the, I came to know her during the whole social unrest thing because yeah. she was instrumental in bringing in the policies that helped with the, the racial bias training. Right. Right. And so that's when I came to know, know about her. And um, now, now it's not so hard for me to pay that $5 to drink the drink. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, but before she was, before she was the COO of Starbucks, she was the CEO of Sam's club so she's been oh, she's, she's a yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and a couple of a couple of other so shout out to Rosalind Brewer and a couple of other ladies um that I find fascinating uh Rihanna who came into we've came to know her as a singer right right um, um a, a personality um in media right for that but she started this beauty company called Fenty yeah yeah it is it is an amazing company that people absolutely love yeah and along with that she started a lingerie company and she's reinvented herself and I've heard um you know recently on the radio people are and her music is good oh you know and people are wanting her to wanting her to put out another album but i can imagine right now she's a business mogul yeah. she's like holding it down i know right? yeah, yeah and um yeah it's amazing how she's reinvented herself or maybe that was always there but, and maybe but, it was the music that gave her but the the um that the music gave her um you know a way for her to pursue this other venture you yeah. know to have funding for I that. But there is a message in that, that um, Teresa, that we, and we talk about this often, we, we have to be open to different opportunities to not limit ourselves mm-hmm. because just because you're doing well in one area to, to think, okay, this is it. This is it for my life. This mm-hmm. is what I'm, because mm-hmm. 
there may be other things out there that you're missing that can mm-hmm. also fuel you and feed you. So yeah, and, and certainly it never hurts to have different streams of income. We we know about that as well. Yeah. And two two um two other ladies that I look up to, Ava DuVernay. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love her. Yeah. And I love her work. Yeah. And so far, everything that of hers that I've seen um, it has meaning. And it's not just yeah. because, you know. I tell and, you, um, and she just then, exploded on the scene. But I'm sure she must have been working at this oh, for yeah. years. But And Shonda Rhimes. Now, she just provides me with a lot of guilty pleasure <laughs> when it well, comes we all to need entertainment. That. We all need it. We all need it. Yes. Yeah, scandal and i I recently watched um i i didn't watch it when it was um i i don't know if it's even a a active series now but how to get away with murder that never appealed to me on tv yeah it never appealed to me but i i recently watched it on um i think either hulu or netflix i can't remember which Mm -hmm. and that show is pretty good oh is it (laughs) okay okay yeah yeah it's it it is pretty good but those are some of the ladies that um that I admire um and enjoy seeing their work yeah yeah that's good stuff well um like I like I said you know when I thought about this I I looked at women who wouldn't be silenced. Um, And I just thought about an example that I know personally. Um, And everybody that knows me knows that, you know, my mom is my number one woman in the world that, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. that made an impact that I most admire of everybody. But there is a lady who's in the number two spot and she's always been there. And I don't see that ever changing. And I, I'm going to call her um, Mrs. Um, Mrs. C. And Mrs. C, when I was a young girl, she was in my church. And her, her husband uh, had an affair. And from the affair, there were, um, he had children and, um, the lady with whom he had the affair, she died. And there were two young girls left, you know, that had no mom and no home. And, The reason I admire her so, Mrs. C, was that, you know, I was a young girl, didn't understand a lot of what was going on because people were talking around me in in hushed tones, but I could decipher what was going on, that there was a lot of uh, confusion and concern what was going to happen to these girls. And Mrs. C, she took them. She took them into her home because that was their dad. And a lot of times people 
they are silent by not doing the right thing, you know, but she refused to be silent. She became very active. She not only took them in, she was a true mom to them. I saw no difference between her other children and how she treated the girls. She loved them. And her example for me as a young girl uh, growing up, and I saw that, and I thought, you know, you can sit in church and learn all the Bible verses you want to learn. But here, she showed what a Christian really does when pushed against the wall, when faced with difficulties that she neither created nor deserved. And I always prayed and hoped that there was some part of me that embodied Mrs. C's spirit and her character. Because later when I became a child abuse uh, appeals manager, I have seen more cases than most people of abuse and people not being kind to children. And I've seen people mistreat and judge children for the actions of their parents, uh, the actions of adults in their lives when children are innocent and they deserve none of that. And I've always, that's always been very jarring to me to see how we do children in this country when they're innocent and don't deserve it. And how we as adults, we fail them over and over again. And Mrs. C, she didn't do that. And she will always be my number two woman who refused to, she refused to be silent, but she's always going to be as long as I live and breathe. And like the old folks say and have my right mind, she's going to always be my number two most admired woman in my entire life. So wow. that's, that's um, you know, I always, I like to go to people that I know. And I certainly, as I said, not to minimize the people that are in the public eye, because I, I can't even imagine what it takes to get there, especially as if you're being, an, oh, if you're an African-American and um, you've achieved um, a certain level of um, success. It's not easy, but there are well, many. You better get ready. But there, <laughs> I know, right? But there are so many people who walk amongst us that they don't get picked up by the news. We don't hear about it, but that's an example I saw. And I'm telling Absolutely. you, if I just have in my character just a bit of what I saw from her as a young girl, I'm on solid ground and uh, I'm thankful for that. You know, I could say a lot there, but you know, I'm not going to go there because I hear what you're saying about her character. And I'm so thankful that she was really good to those, those girls. Cause you're right. They didn't deserve it. They didn't ask to be put in that situation. And it's very unfortunate that their mother died. But I certainly hope Mrs. C gave it to Mr. C. I know, I know. I he know. Deserved. Yeah, I know, I know. And that's, uh, yeah, yeah, I hear you. 
and that that's um that's a certainly an appropriate response but um and I don't know what happened with them and all of that and their marriage or, or you know how difficult that was but what I know what I believe that she loved those girls and they had a wonderful upbringing yeah. so and I, right. I just wish yeah. as adults that we could get beyond some of our pettiness uh, in relationships and see that children don't deserve that. And they're watching us. So, but that's what we have for you today, folks. Um, we're late, but uh, I, I hope you've enjoyed our discussion on Women's History Month because Teresa and I know we're not limited to any month. We can talk about this anytime we want to. And as long as women keep blazing trails, that's just what we're going to do here at Earrings All. Um, so, folks, that's what we, Teresa and I are talking about today um, for Women's History Month. Um, just want to recognize the power of women and to encourage all of us to keep pushing forward because there are others who still need the doors opened and the ceilings shattered. So um, that's it for us today. And that's the, um, that's all we have in our conversation today. Have a great day. <laughs>